Hey guys, what's up? My name is Paige. And my name is Gino. And welcome to the Beauty on the Rocks podcast. Where we're talking all things self-love, self-care, inner beauty, and outer beauty. So sit back, grab yourself a drink, and let's get going. What's up, beauty friends? And welcome back to episode two of Beauty on the Rocks. My name is Paige. And my name is Gino. And if you don't know, we are two Massachusetts-based licensed professionals in the cosmetology and aesthetics industries. Work. So Paige, can you tell us a little bit about what we're in for for today's episode? So today we really wanted to take a deep dive into finding your beauty professional, whether it be a hairstylist or esthetician. These Tips can also apply to nail techs, massage therapists, things like that. Mm -hmm. We also want to talk about creating your at-home beauty routine and really where to start with that. Exactly. So because it is called Beauty on the Rocks, like we said every episode, we're going to start things off with a beverage of choice. Yes, we will. And today's beverage of choice is created by a Kettle One vodka with some seltzer water. We really balled out this time. Yeah. <laughs> we have a very hefty episode today, so we are trying to not get too turnt, if you know what I mean. So let's start with kind of going over where to start your search for your beauty professional, Gino. Exactly. So I always recommend Instagram. I know it's a cliche answer, but you know what? Instagram has become... Really the new Google. An excellent marketing tool. Yeah. Really? It's just, just like, it's such a perfect platform for artists and other professionals, even like life professionals, if, you know, kind of all included in the bubble, if you will. Yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, a great way to showcase your work, mm-hmm. a great way to reach out to your clients, mm-hmm. the networking that's created in Instagram, if you actually put the effort into it. Like I've met a lot of my clients on there. I've met a lot of other beauty professionals on there. Yep. It's just a really excellent tool to use for sure. Yeah, I think my biggest tip for finding someone on Instagram would be to go to your Discover page and type in keywords and hashtags and see what pops up. Type in your area. Type in what you're looking for. You know, I I live in the northern Massachusetts area, so I would put in my surrounding towns, you know, blonding if I wanted to go blonde, extensions if I wanted extensions, body waxing if I'm looking for body waxing, really searching those keywords to see who pops up and then combing through their pages and their feeds to see, are they posting about what you want? Are they talking about what you want? Because if they're not, maybe they offer it, but it might not be one of their niches Mm -hmm. as compared to someone who's like, oh my God, blonding is my specialty. This is what I do. Like Gino, who's a blonding specialist. Totally. So Paige, like, Where is your favorite place to search for some beauty professionals? So outside of Instagram, my favorite place to search for beauty professionals or for my beauty professionals to find clients is community pages on Facebook. I have gotten a ton of clients from community pages on Facebook from other people referring me or people kind of saying, hey, I'm looking for this service and me commenting and saying that I offer it. So those are really good places because I find that if you're in some sort of community page on Facebook, you have something in common with those people. So if there's a name that's popping up over and over and over as a referral, Mm. it's likely that you're going to love them too because again, you're in that community group because you have something in common with these people. No, that makes so much sense. Like I didn't even think about Facebook like that. Yeah, I what feel like tool. I feel like Instagram kind of has taken over, but Facebook do, does still have a place. 
I mean, I feel like anybody and everybody still has a Facebook. Yeah. Not everyone quite has an Instagram just yet. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I've actually had clients create an Instagram to communicate with me. I it's love so that. funny. I love that. And it's that. just like a blank profile and they just message me like, hey, what do you have for openings this week? I think another thing that we wanted to talk about too, which I would love for Gino to kind of expand on is realizing what you want and what you need and finding someone with that specialty. So Gino, can you tell us kind of about the specialty side of things and how to kind of navigate that? Yeah, of course. So, you know, I think the best way to kind of attack this episode is, you know, I'll take on more of how to start your hair journey and Paige will kind of take on how to start your, your beautiful skin journey. Love that. So for me, before you even start to find a stylist, I would really think about what exactly you want to do to your hair, really. Mm-hmm. What you want to do to your hair, what you think you might need help with. Um, because hair is much different than it was 10, 20, even 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, big change. Even for the, you know, for the better. Because um, before, you know, hair styles kind of take on everything. But now there are so many more different niches and avenues in hair. It's become something so much bigger than what it has been before. And it's a really exciting time in the hair industry. Yeah, I think hair really has become an art form. Absolutely. And more so, like you said, than it was 10, 15 years ago where people were kind of doing cuts and colors and highlights and root touch-ups. Now it's like, I want a transformation. Yes. So with that being said, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but you know, you're going to be looking at different price points than you would, again, 10, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's for later on in the episode. So mm-hmm. for now, um, exactly. So I would kind of sit down with yourself and figure out what exactly it is you need done with your hair, what it, you need, need done and what you want done. Because a lot of hairstylists now have, again, special niches that we do, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, you go to your doctor, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Your general primary care doctor is really unlikely to solve that problem. They're probably going to refer you to someone with a specialty. Yeah, because now that the hair world has expanded, there's so much information out there that not every stylist can absorb all that information and give you literally everything. Because yeah. we want to make sure we're whatever you want, we're going to give you the best of it. But because there is so much out there now that we've all kind of crafted our own specialties. Right. So basically, the doctor that puts the cast on your broken foot necessarily isn't going to be the doctor that is also your dietitian. Exactly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So for example, right. So I'm a blonding specialist. I'm an extension specialist. And I'm just starting to dive into the world of like theatrical hair and wigs. On Instagram, for example, when you're searching those hashtags, like if you want a balayage, if you want blonding, if you want fantasy hair... Um, for those who don't know, fantasy hair is those crazy, colorful, vivid colors. Rainbow pretty much. unicorn. Yeah, if you want to be a mermaid or a unicorn, like fantasy hair specialists are your way to go. Yeah, I think you could categorize fantasy hair as like any color that wouldn't naturally grow out of your head. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I would kind of start your journey. Is So also question, you know, do yeah. you find it helpful if a client comes to you For the first time with Mm -hmm. reference pictures, like from Pinterest or something like that? A hundred percent. So, right. So let's say you solidify that you want to go blonde Mm -hmm. or you're blonde and you want to go blonder or you're blonde and you just want to maintain your blonde. I am your, your stylist for that. So typically for the first meeting, I love to have a separate consultation before we book anything. Mm -hmm. I want to sit down with you. I want to chat about your hair. I want you to talk to me about your hair. What are your problems? What you need done? What is your goal 
and I want to help you become on this journey. So I usually take about like a 30 minutes with my clients if they're brand new. So we look at reference pictures. Reference pictures are great because I can talk about hair color. Mm-hmm. But if I talk about hair color to you, you're not going to visualize the same thing that I'm talking about in my head. Yeah, I can honestly say Gino did my hair the other day and he threw out all these numbers and letters and <laughs> formulas and I was like, yep, okay. Yep. <laughs> so not to say, so I always explain, you know, I love pictures, but bear in mind that the pictures you show me are never going to be a carbon copy of what anybody can do. They're literally a reference. It's just a reference. And that's just so we can visualize placements, um, the exact tone. Because again, unfortunately, we're not magicians. Mm-hmm. And we can only do so much with what you have to begin with mm-hmm. and where you want to go. So that's why I love to take that time because you know it's important for me to explain that this picture you're showing me may be exactly what you want. I'm going to let you know that it may not look exactly like this picture, but I'm going to explain if it is possible and how we can get there. Right. And I think, you know, that's something huge in every industry, whether you're looking for a hair professional, an esthetician, even a nail tech or, you know, whatever it might be, asking for a consultation if one isn't offered to you is huge because it's really just giving you the comfort in knowing that you're getting across to the professional exactly what you want and giving the professional that opportunity to tell you, yes, this is absolutely something I can do for you or like, I can't do this for you, but I can start the conversation on how we can get you close to this. Oh, totally. Like, I definitely would say it's a red flag if you are a new client to a new stylist and they book you for a service immediately before a consultation. Um, that's a red flag to me because there's always so much talking you can do with text. I mean, every style is a little bit different, but for me, I want to, I have no idea. You can send me a million photos. Until I see your hair in person, that's where I can go, okay, this is what's going to be possible. So by seeing you in person allows me and us to plan a journey, if you will. So if you're going to yeah. need to take seven hours for your first session, I want to make sure that we have those seven hours and we are both not rushing because yeah. I care way too much, about, too much about your hair than someone who's just going to just take you on and do what they can in two hours. And it's probably not going to turn out for the best. Yeah. And I think it alleviates a lot of that disappointment as well, because I think we've all had that experience where We book an appointment and we go into the salon and we show them the picture of what we want and then they say no and we're like, but this is what I want. Exactly. You know? Yep. So I definitely think it can alleviate some of that disappointment. Oh, for sure. And really kind of shape the experience that you have with that professional. Yeah. It's just making sure that we're all on the same page. Um, Because again, I do a lot of like hair transformations. So if this is a really big project, like we're going to make sure that we have all the ducks in a row before we even get started. Like, I specialize a lot in, like, hair treatments as well. Mm -hmm. So if we are going to do, like, a big, like, blonding session, chances of us booking a pre-treatment are very highly likely because I want to make sure that your hair has all the proteins in it and all the strength before we go in and do some crazy stuff with it. Love that. Love that. So, Paige, can you kind of touch upon, like, the beginning of, like, a hair... Sorry, she's an esthetician. So can you touch about the beginning of like a skin journey for a new client? Yeah, so skin, it's, it's really kind of a different beast because 
usually with a skincare journey, it's not so much of a want, but a need. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily, oh, I'm brunette and I want to be blonde. It's I have this condition on my face and I need to treat it or fix it. So it can get very emotional. um, And that's something that I kind of like to prepare my clients for. So just like with hair, estheticians, we have our specialties. Mm -hmm. So whether it be acne, anti-aging, some estheticians specialize in calming rosacea. Others, you know, like myself, I love doing facials, but personally my specialty is body waxing, specifically bikini Brazilian. So it really is so important to find the professional who's not only going to give you the treatment service and home care regimen that you need, but that can really understand what you want, what you need, and give you the best results possible. Absolutely. So for me, what I really like to do to start, like Gino said, is consultation, whether it be, you know, via FaceTime, I've done that before, or I tell my clients, if you don't know what you need, you don't know what you want, book the signature facial. It's the most customizable. We can do exactly what your skin needs. And I like to call it my get to know you facial. So it really gives me a chance to get my hands on your skin, talk to you, tell you exactly what I think your skin needs going forward. And that way I can prescribe not only home care, but future treatments accordingly. No, it's perfect. Like for my consultations, so I book, um, I don't really do virtual or like texting consultations because unless I actually physically see your hair in person, it's very difficult for me to even kind of prescribe the next steps. Yeah, I agree. Skin's a little easier because I can see you face-to-face on some type of video call. Gotcha. Um, But I think to kind of circle back around, we need to talk about home care. Absolutely. And we really wanted to talk today about starting your home care routine redefining your home care routine and refining your home care routine. Uh, Absolutely. Let's get to it. (laughs) So if you could give kind of a general synopsis on the basics of a home care routine to start with hair wise, what would that be? Yeah. So, you know, everyone's hair is a little bit different, obviously, right? Like we all don't have the same hair. Um, so all of our hair has different needs. And I always say needs instead of problems because there are no problems. There are no problems in your hair. It's just finding out what it needs from you. So one thing everyone does need is a good shampoo and conditioner. Um, that's something way across the board. We all need to wash our hair. Um, so definitely finding yourself a good shampoo and conditioner. Right. Now, very similar to skincare, there's a lot of moisturizers, oils, you know, the works to kind of go into that. So everyone needs a little bit of moisture in their life. Mm -hmm. So for me, finding something when you're out of the shower before you, whether you wear your hair wet or dry, having a good leave-in conditioner. um, There are some that are pretty basic and lightweight. And if your hair needs a little bit more, they're more intense ones that have a little bit more oils, a little more heat protectant, um, sun protection, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. If your hair is damaged, you know, finding a good like protein treatment leave-in is very important as well. 
I love that because I think for me, something that I never really knew about hair care because I'm not in the hair side of the industry is really that it's tailored to what your hair needs. I just kind of would say, oh, this is a hydrating shampoo. I want hydrated hair. And then I would use it and I would hate it because... Because you didn't need hydration. You needed proteins. Right. And I didn't know that. So I think that's really interesting because it's something that as professionals, we're like, no, that's obvious. But as a, you know, maybe a consumer, someone who just isn't as well-versed in the skin or hair world... It's not so obvious. Exactly. So I would say, like, if you do have a stylist that you love and adore, check in with them. See what they think your hair needs. Mm -hmm. If you haven't found your person yet, don't be afraid to reach out to someone new. Like, I would definitely take on and answer any questions from any, like, not even a potential client. You know, of course, I would want you in my chair. But if you are just a person who has hair questions, I am your guy to answer those. So even if you don't have a go-to hair person, you can totally reach out to someone new and ask those questions. Like, I'm sure they would be more than happy to help kind of prescribe you your beauty kit. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so shampoo and conditioner, what else? So your shampoo and conditioner, definitely some sort of leave-in something. Okay. Whether it's a leave-in conditioner, it's a spray oil, it's your protein treatment conditioner, leave-ins, something of that nature. Just because you want to have your good nutrients in before you kind of more or less sandwich on your other products on top of that. Okay. Like if you were to sandwich on your hair mousse before you start blow drying and then you add in like your your nutrient tools, if you will, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be as easily absorbed into the hair. Okay. So if you kind of get your hair, their nutrients first, and then you go on with the styling products on top of that to kind of lock it in. That's like the best sandwich. If I you love will. that. So I know you talk about your little hair, your skin sandwich sometimes. So skincare sandwich. It's kind of similar to like a hair sandwich, if you will. Okay. So once you get your good stuff on, then it's going to be a matter of if do you want to wear your hair naturally today. If you have some sort of natural curl, like a good curl cream or wave enhancer or something of that nature, or if you're looking to blow dry your hair, whether it's a lightweight heat protectant. Or it's a root spray or something of that nature, just so that you have some protection before you go in with some heat styling. Mm-hmm. And then whether you do some beach waves and you finish with some texturizing spray or some hairspray um, or like a leave-in oil. Yeah, it's really interesting too because I was someone who, again, wasn't very well-versed in the hair side of the industry. So I realized one thing that I knew about myself was I hated any products that had hold. I didn't like my hair to feel crunchy. (laughs) Didn't like when my hair felt stiff. I didn't like when I couldn't run my fingers through it. So in my head, I just would tell my stylist or whoever was doing my hair, don't use any products. I don't like them. Not realizing that by saying that, they thought I didn't want any product at all. Blank, of course. But that was me not knowing that there's serums and oils and things that are going to treat my hair, not necessarily styling products. Yes. They were very, you know, in my mind, the same. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that. So it was such like an eye-opening thing to learn. Because I was like, wow, I do love hair products. I just don't yes. like hold. You don't like hold. And that's exactly it. Like there's, again, so many different, again, as the hair world is evolving, so are products. Right. And so we are all, as professionals, understanding the hair even that much more. Right. And there's much more products out there. Like, if you don't, like, hold, but your hair needs hold, like, I know um, IGK makes an excellent hairspray that literally has no crunch at all. Yeah. will hold your beach curls. So there's 
plenty of options out there now, especially in today's world. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so for the skincare side of things... Like Gino said, I, I tend to talk about skincare like a sandwich. Again, That's my food. analogy, my food <laughs> analogy. Um, and I tell all my clients that you need to think about skincare like a sandwich. And the reason I say that is because like hair care, skincare can get so complex. Mm-hmm. And especially nowadays where you go on YouTube and you see all these influencers on Instagram and they have these 12, 13 step skincare routines and it's overwhelming. That's why I really like to explain to my clients that it really doesn't have to be that difficult. So what the skincare sandwich is, is cleanser and moisturizer. That's your bread. You have to have it. It holds the sandwich together. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. Yep. You got to have it. If not, it's not a sandwich. SPF is the pickle on the side. It's like the chef's kiss. Can't have a sandwich without a pickle on the side. Have to have it. So no ifs, ands, or buts. Again, yes. No (laughs) ifs, ands, or buts. And then the middle, the cheeses, the meats, everything that's so delicious that makes the sandwich amazing. Mm. Those are your specialty serums. So you're very customizable. Yes. Okay. It could be any type of sandwich you want. So you could do vitamin C serum. You could do hyaluronic acid. You could do a rosacea serum. You could do all of the serums. It's really so customizable. So that's really why I like to explain to my clients, if you can just get on a cleanser that works great for your skin type, a moisturizer that works great for your skin type, and an SPF, we can work on the middle parts later. Okay. And people don't typically love to overcomplicate things. Of course. So that's why I like to keep it simple. And if you can get on that routine of cleanse, moisturize, SPF, it's not going to be that difficult to add in one more product a month or two later. Maybe one more a month after that until we fully round out everything that you need in your skincare routine. Totally. Like, I'll be honest, like, before like, we even talked to, like, my skincare routine, I was like, I don't know what this is. It's <laughs> I'm hard. I'm very lost. It's, it's hard. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. There's so many things. Like, do I need a mask? Like, what is vitamin C? How, what do I know? What do I need for, like, little, like, accoutrements? Like, I'm yeah. so lost. And a lot of it, too, is, like, there's products that you should use in the morning and you should use at night. Oh, vitamin C, best used in the morning. Retinols, best used at night, in my mm. opinion. So it really can be super complex, but if you take it one product at a time and add them in slowly but surely, you're honestly going to get such an amazing result without being overwhelmed and really feeling like it's something that's just time consuming and you don't want to do of course so we know what we need where do we get the things so obviously if you are seeing an esthetician buy from your esthetician they're going to prescribe you exactly the products that they know that way when you go back for your services they know what products are on your skin they know what ingredients you're using they know how to incorporate their services into that and Really understand that, and this is going to, you know, kind of coming from the heart here, when you're buying from your esthetician, it just makes us feel good. It makes us feel like you not only care about us, but you care about our recommendations and your skin because, you know, it happens where I have clients that I tell them, these are the products that I want you to use. And I always take people's budget into consideration oh, because 100%. it's a huge factor and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Not if, at all. If you're someone who you're like, listen, I can't shell out all of this money for a full skincare routine right now. 
great. Maybe you have a moisturizer at home that's working perfectly fine. Let's get you a cleanser. We'll mm-hmm. do it one step at a time. Yeah. Also, like I know for myself, I carry Glymed Plus at work and on Glymed's website, when you sign on, it'll tell you, here's the list of unauthorized retailers. Oh. So like, I guess the best example I can give is Amazon. Yep. Specifically for Glymed, Amazon is not an authorized retailer. So if you come to me and say, hey, I bought the gentle face wash from Glymed on Amazon, I can't tell you that that's a good product because it may be expired. It may not actually be the real product because Amazon is not authorized to sell these products. Same goes for hair. I mean, this will be a great episode in the future we can talk about too. Absolutely. Because um, I could definitely go on a tangent about this one. But same goes for hair. Like, you'll notice on my products, a lot, pretty much almost all of them will say only sold through a salon. Yeah, on the front of Glymed it says that. Exactly. Like, sold by a professional only or something yes, like that. Yes, but this would be an excellent topic too because I just have... Oh, girl, I have so much tea on this. I Oh, yeah. <laughs> We will absolutely make this a future episode. And if you have questions about where to find your skincare, your hair care, again, reach out to us, let us know, and we'll talk more about it. Oh, 100%. So we covered a lot today. Yeah, we really did. So, and I hope everyone listening, I hope we enlightened you in some way. I hope we alleviated some of your anxieties about starting your hair or skin journey. Yep. And shining a new light and hoping to help guide you on this exciting journey and if you're just starting it amazing and if you're still going through it amazing and if you already have an established journey amazing (laughs) yeah and you know kind of just to recap a little bit use the resources you have use instagram use facebook use the people around you for recommendations if you love a certain service provider that you go to recommend them it's the best way we can grow our businesses and we really appreciate it word of mouth is the best business we could get Find someone that specializes in what you need and talk to them about your home care and exactly what you can do to aid in their process of giving you exactly what you want. Amen. So that's kind of it for today. Yep. (laughs) Just kind of the same way we ended our last episode. Gino, where can the people find you? They can find me on Instagram at Gino Anthony Hair. Um, You can find me on Facebook with the same name or you can visit my website, GinoAnthonyHair.com. And for me, you can find me also on Instagram and Facebook at vamped underscore beauty underscore. Facebook might just be at vamped beauty. Um, I also have a personal page. I'm just like in the last one. I still don't know the name of it, but it's like some <laughs> variation of my name, Paige Alicia. XO. XO. Um, and my website, vampedbeautyskincare.com. We also have a email for this podcast. It's Beauty, Beauty on, the rocks. on the rocks. Thank you. I forgot <laughs> for a second. Beauty on the rocks to the number two at gmail.com. We are so excited to put out some more episodes. If there's anyone that you want us to bring on an interview, if there's any specific questions you have, let us hear them. Let us hear them. Email us, drop them in our DMs. Let us know. So that's all for today, guys. We are so excited to talk to you again yes. and we will see you soon. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>